We're rolling and we're pulling a card. From the Gratitude, uh, the Virtues Project International. Ooh, I, I got a sound of a big gong just as I was about to <laughs> pick my card. Oh, that one wants to come out. It'll be that one. <laughs> oh. I'm going to put my glasses on and read this. There's lots of writing on here. <laughs> so for those of us who, for those of you who have joined us, we're doing our pre-session and I've just brought together a deck of cards from the Virtues Project. And it's a beautiful um, deck in, in that it has a selection, hundreds it looks like, of Virtues. They're beautiful cards. I've never seen these before. Yeah, they're not necessarily um, predictive or... Yeah, they're, know, they're not... Um, they're not clairvoyant cards. No, and they're not, and they're not really steering you towards any any particular belief or. But they are talking about qualities, and I've got loyalty. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is an unwavering commitment to the people and ideals we care about. We are steadfast through good times and bad. Even when others disappoint us, we are resilient and forgiving. We invest in our relationships and do what it takes to keep them whole and strong. We stand by our true friends, whatever the cost. We don't allow blind loyalty to lead us into trouble. Above all, we must be true to ourselves and loyal to what we know is right. And I have never had this card before. In all of my years. (laughs) They're pretty worn. They're pretty soft. Yeah, I I usually give them to my group when we're just kind of coming into circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. I realise I have to run out of the room and get my glasses. You do that while this. I read Honour. Okay, so I'll be really quiet <coughs> and won't bang about. <coughs> yeah, so I got Honour. Stephen, <coughs> Stephen will be able to hear from the other room as he gets his glasses. Um, <coughs> Honour is deep respect for what we know is right and true. It is living up to the virtues of our character. We honour our abilities by using them for a meaningful purpose. Honor is appreciation in action. We honor others when we treat them with dignity, with the dignity they deserve. Others can trust us to keep our word of honor. When we do things we are ashamed of, we restore our honor by taking responsibility and making amends. We do our duty, whatever sacrifice it requires. We act with integrity, not to be admitted, but because it is the right thing to do. That's beautiful. Hmm. Well, funnily enough, I got tacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really great because this has been the theme all week for me. Really? Uh, you know when I was telling you all the stuff that was going on um, with those other people at work? Yes. Um, for those who don't know, I, I, I do a little bit of part-time teaching and I was being a, diploma, a diplomat. And so tact is this week's theme for me. Tact. Tact is telling the truth kindly. We think before we speak, aware of how deeply our words affect others. When our words are weighty, we weigh our words, knowing they have the power to cause pain or to uplift. A harsh word to an intimate is like a grain of sand in their eye. An encouraging word can fill them with confidence. Tact is essential when we feel strong emotions like anger. It helps us discern what to say and what is better left unsaid tact is good timing it is the diplomacy of the heart i love that i love that diplomacy of the heart i love that diplomacy of the heart 
That sounds like a self-help book. Maybe we should write it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, I feel like I've been messaged to... And what's that down below on the other side? There's like a little... There's a little affirmation mm, for me. It says, that? I am thankful for the gift of tact. It sweetens my relationships. And yeah, that's true. That's nice. Yeah. Mine says, I am thankful for the gift of honor. It makes my life worthwhile. Hmm. I am thankful for the gift of loyalty. It nurtures my commitments. Ah. Yeah, it's funny. Loyalty is not really a virtue that I think of often. I mean, I think of gratitude. I think of love. I think of um, other things regularly. But loyalty isn't one that ever really comes up. It's really got me a bit stumped. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honor is something that I've been thinking about over the last six months, actually. Well, I think you are very honorable. Is oh, that that's lovely. Means? I do. I think you're very honorable. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it in, in terms of uh, a relationship that mm-hmm. um, that I think th- 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 what I identified was the this was the missing this was the missing ingredient, mm. and um, and so it really had me thinking about what honor means and um, and thought it's such an old-fashioned word in terms of hmm. it's not popular anymore. It conjures anymore. up this yes. honorable I guess knight in mm. some ways mm. serving with honor. Yeah like kind of a uh, sort of a, a blind devotion to an ideal or something like that okay. and, and when I had revisited it I thought it actually is something that um, is um, can be really missing from maybe what we're taught, you know, in general, mm. in the in world In a throwaway today. society. Yeah, yeah, to, and because honor is about, um, I guess, I guess it combines respect and um, caretaking, mm. and and also um, authenticity, maybe mm. authenticity or truth, respect, and caretaking, all kind of wrapped up together in this little package called honor. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it should be made, brought back, <laughs> made important again. Made honor's important back in fashion. fashion. Yeah. For me, the presence, this, this, the practice of tact <clears throat> is really, this is really appropriate for me because um, um, when I was. Uh, at school, when I was a little boy going through school, I got bullied because I was skinny and wheezy and played the piano. <laughs> and I yeah, that's a bit of an oddball. You had a target I, on your back. Yeah, and I, I had a target on my back and I didn't play sports, you know, so I was, ah. I was a target. And so um, to protect myself, I developed, well, it, it runs in my family, so it, it activated something that's in my family, which is a very sharp tongue. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's the Irish side, my mother's side. Um, I've got a. Uh, I can be, I can be really sharp and cruel and clever with my tongue, and that's mm. how I protected myself and defended myself. And so when it um, uh, when it came to me being in relationships and things not going my way, I became very untactful, and you know I could just cut with a word. You knew the right things to say. I to knew really. the right things to say for maximum damage, and um, <laughs> and and that's and that that really has. I've really had to work on that 
to mm. pull it right back to realize you do not you're not being bullied now you're not going to fall you're not going to get hurt you're not going to crumble you know da, 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 all that sort of stuff mm. so thank you for the tactful card i have developed tact but um, it's because i've had to um, also learn how to manage the uh the snaky serpent mouth that i the have the shadow the shadow exactly so thank you for yeah. that card. I suppose with tact, it, it gives you sensitivity in in so many ways that you can use for for good or for bad. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, extremes on either end. Yeah, I had uh, very strong dreams about lions last night in my house. Okay. And there's some kind of relationship between loyalty and lions I'm realising in myself as I'm just sitting with this. Oh, that's, that's right. And, um, yeah, even my... I went back to my high school and there were lions in in the school. It was really... And, and um, Simba. Simba the lion, you know, little... Uh, not puppies, kittens. Mm. Are they called kittens? <laughs> lions. Cubs. Cubs. There were cubs in the school. And um, was they, I was, cute? they were very cute, very cute. <laughs> but also the mothers were there as well, so it was also a bit of don't touch the cubs. So uh, and and also I had a very deep conversation with David last night about my childhood and some of the lack of care that was there and the lack of perhaps loyalty. I felt to me. So I'm feeling it's all no coming together. No wonder you've got threads. the loyalty card. <laughs> the threads are coming together now. That's all that coming together. Yeah, yeah. It's just so rich when you don't, when it's not in your conscious mind, but these, uh, like these cards, for example, today invite you to go into the unconscious and, and pull out, you know, ideas that you've been brewing for a while mm -hmm. or polishing for a mm -hmm. while. Mm -hmm. um, I was on the phone with my daughter. Um, she's in Melbourne studying fashion design and um, I was on the phone with her last night and uh, we were talking about these things. She, um, she said, I can't wait to finish the work I'm doing for assessments, then I can start to really study that tarot book you gave me, Dad. And I said, did I give you one? <laughs> and um, and uh, and we discussed the, the connection between the cards being a bridge into the unconscious, and we decided and we started talking about archetypes and patterns and how um, we need to uh, use ways to create um, an opening between an opening of communication between the unconscious mind and the conscious mind, so it flows in and out. Yes, and these practices help, mm. don't they? They do. These tools. They do. And um, so, yeah, this is a great conversation because um, it's very thematic. This has all happened in the last 24 hours, all mm. of this stuff. Yeah, 24 hours to six months. And that stack of <laughs> cards is so thick, and all of those are virtue, virtues. It makes me want to like look through each one. Yeah, it's, it, there's lots to read. So do you, is the idea to pick one every day and then just kind of meditate on incorporating that one, integrating it through you the You know, day? I've lost the instructions, so I don't remember, but I'm sure that that's mm. part of it. That sounds likely. Um, to and cultivate. I remember it was about cultivating these virtues in yourself. Mm. Already, you know, recognising them, not necessarily that they're not there, but recognising and bringing them forward. Well, be, be, being more conscious, which helps you develop something that's already there. 
um, helps you teach something or helps you um, maybe um, grow something that isn't there. One way or another, it's bringing consciousness to the idea. Mm. And we're obviously not affiliates of this because you don't have the instructions or the, pack, the, the box anymore. No, we don't. <laughs> oh, I'd like to tag them when I'm post on yeah, tag them. Insta or we so they're called, if they're on Insta. <laughs> so they're called Virtue Cards? The Virtues Project. Oh, the Virtues Project. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should start buying shares now that we've said this. <laughs> Is uh, that Doreen Virtue? No. Oh, okay. No, but the, the Virtues, obviously it's a it's a noun, but it's also a group of angels, the yeah. Virtues. Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And this is funny because on Tuesday I was talking to um, a bunch of screen and media students and... Um, they wanted to know about script writing and um, and someone put up their hand and asked um, uh, how come Johnny Depp is so successful and I said you just opened a major can of worms and so I stopped what I was doing and talked for an hour about archetypes Hollywood script writing Naomi Jansen knows all about it she has she's she has another life you know and um, and uh, we pulled out, I pulled out um, online the tarot card for the fool, which is um, the one of the main character types that Depp plays, the fool and or the innocent child. And then also his dark movies that he plays, it's a flip on that. Mm. So Tell he, me about the fool. The fool is um, a beautiful image. The fool is always under the sun. Um, the fool will always get lifted and helped out at the last minute, just before he walks off the edge of that cliff. A little dog will bark and awaken him to, oh, you know. So the fool um, will always be supported by by heaven and, as such. And, this, the, and the fool is the closest to God. Is closest to God. And the fool it often saves the day. Yeah. Like in the Fisher King. Yes, in myth, the Fisher King. And the seven sons went and they used all their amazing talents, but none of them could do it. And finally, this, the, maybe the fool was the seventh son. And he said, let me go, Dad. And the king said, Are you, what? Yeah. Like, I hate to break it to you, but you're the fool. Yeah. And you can't even tie your shoelaces. And I can't remember what he had to do in the end. But, um, yeah. but he did it because he had that divine help and inspiration. Yes. He did it himself, though. He wasn't... Yeah. Just kind of carried through, and no. so in Jungian um, archetypology, um, the fool in us is the part of us that's not very well developed. Yeah. But that's the part that's closest to God. Yeah. And that halfway through your life, where the part that you're like brilliant at starts to kind of get a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Sort of, they say late thirties, forty-ish, like that. Sort of typically, um, you you notice that you're getting kind of crappy at the thing that you used to be amazing at. And the thing, and you have to, that ha- that process has to happen for the thing, the area you've always been kind of weak at mm-hmm. starts to actually rise up, and that that's where your genius actually is. Loving kind of, it. And, and that's the integration of your whole personality. We've gone over time for our pre session. It's probably perfect. Yeah, we're definitely going to touch on this archetypes and stuff again. So. Okay, I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>